Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to TIPCO's Ask the SOA Expert podcast. I'm your host, Rob Meyer. Purpose of this podcast series is to give you best practices and solutions, tips and tricks to help you be successful with SOA. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about an important part of enterprise class SOA, and that's the abilities or performance, scalability, and reliability. Now, with us today to talk about making SOA scale is Dave Lee. Dave is the professional services architect for TIPCO. Dave, welcome, and thanks for joining us. Hi, Rob. My pleasure. What are the most common issues customers face with SOA abilities, with the performance, scalability, and reliability? Well, the obvious answer to that, Rob, is that achieving the performance, scalability, and reliability that they want is the hard part. It's even harder with SOA as you go particularly enterprise-wide because the different groups, particularly the service providers and the service consumers, have to arrive there together. The consumers, on the one hand, they really want to guarantee a service-level agreement that meets their needs and the needs of their business community. On the other hand, the producers, they need to understand how the load will vary across time and how they can change, upgrade, or bring the service down if necessary and what impact that will have throughout the enterprise. So these two stakeholder communities require a complete solution to ensure that they can scale to meet the present and future demands and to enable them to see at a glance the state of all the services across the enterprise. So what makes it more complicated is that you have all these parties involved that have to agree on how they're going to build the architecture. Correct. Now, what are some of the specific challenges around the performance and scalability when they're building this architecture out, and what best practices do these companies use to resolve them? Well, our largest customers are doing upwards of 100,000 messages a second. That's well over 4 billion messages a day. And in order to achieve that, there are a couple of key aspects to consider. Firstly, we want to try and do things faster. Now, it sounds straightforward, but we really, at the endpoints, we want to make sure that we're using the optimum hardware and software to reduce the amount of time it takes to perform simple operations or single operations such as XML processing. But this requires the freedom to choose where you want to run a service, such as on dedicated high-performance hardware, or hardware particularly targeted for compute-intensive tasks. Secondly, you want the ability to be able to do things in parallel using multiple operations on larger machines, which we call scaling up, or multiple machines in parallel, which we call scaling out. And very often, the solution is a combination of these two things. Obviously, the mechanism for scaling out must be flexible and fast. Now, historically, HTTP was used, and continues to be prevalent for web services hosted over the Internet. However, JMS provides more flexibility, such as the ability to add or remove members from processing groups. And also, with new SB functionality, conversion between the HTTP and JMS transports becomes somewhat seamless. And this allows organizations to continue to offer external access via HTTP while actually offering internal access in a highly scalable manner through JMS messaging. There's an excellent white paper and webinar on this topic on the SOA Resource Center. What about reliability? Well, this is an area of SOA implementation that is definitely not to be underestimated. SOA involves multiple steps of a process that are executed across services in different groups, and this creates a reliability problem. For instance, if we have three chain components, and each component is, say, a 5.9 service, 99.999% reliable, then the combination of the three components in series means that the uh, overall business process reliability is reduced to 99.997%. That's tripling the downtime. Correct. And 
And so this figure becomes more of an issue as the number of chain components grows. Right. And typically these processes can have a lot of chain services together. So each service's downtime keeps multiplying the overall downtime. That's correct. And you also have to figure in the downtime or the reliability of the pieces in between, such as the network, the messaging server, and the other pieces as well. So reliability with all these different services chained together can be a real challenge. What are some of the best practices being used out there to get reliability in SOA? Well, let's look at some of the pieces involved. Obviously, the core messaging system is a really important piece, and you want to make sure that that isn't the point of failure. So that definitely wants to be implemented in a fault-tolerant manner using a shared state implementation. And then should the active server fail, the backup can take over seamlessly with no interruption of service. Then we look at each service in turn, and there are a number of options to increase the reliability of those services. Firstly, we can look at a fault-tolerant implementation, which would allow us to have primary and backup pieces for each service that will take over in the event of a failure of the primary piece. Secondly, in the context of load balancing, it allows us to have multiple components implementing the same service, and then we can distribute the load across those components. And also, should one fail, then another component can take over the work. And lastly, with the maturing of transactional service protocols, the orchestration of transactions across multiple distributed systems ensures that an operation will either complete entirely or fail entirely without the possibility of leaving things in an inconsistent state. That's very important. And the individual services involved in that transaction can also use the techniques we've talked about to improve their individual reliability. Unfortunately, there's no way to get around the fact that a system with more moving parts is more likely to have one or more parts fail. However, the techniques we've talked about will improve the reliability and availability of each component and that will greatly improve the reliability of the overall system. Now, you talked about fault tolerance, load balancing, and transactions. Can you talk a little bit more about the various ways to load balance when you're dealing with HTTP or dealing with JMS? HTTP typically requires a hardware implementation. And the other point about HTTP is that that hardware component needs to know the physical location by IP address of the system that will be processing the message. In contrast, JMS is really location independent. That allows us to add or remove members dynamically without having to tell the load balancing server, which is the JMS server, in advance. That gives us much more flexibility in our deployment options. Now, another way to guarantee a certain level of reliability is to put in place the right tools for management, that is, for deployment, for monitoring, for administration. There's been a lot of talk out there in the magazines, in various surveys, about deployment and management being a key issue with SOA. There was a recent Information Week study that pointed to deployment being one of the most challenging issues for those customers who are not just at their first SOA project, but doing their third or their fourth and going enterprise-wide. Why are customers having such challenges with deployment and management? Why is this such an issue? Well, as you can imagine, distributing these component parts around the organization, running on different platforms, mainframes, servers, Unix, Linux, Windows, it presents a a bit of a headache to provide a single top-down view. But that's what customers really now are driving for. And there are a number of solutions available on the market, and TIPCO certainly has its own set of solutions that help to 
put a, a single unified view on the information around all those services. So we've covered a lot here. Where can people go for more information? They can go to the SOA Resource Center, soa.tibco.com, or they can email us at soa at Great. Thanks for all that information, Dave, and thanks for being here today. Hey, my pleasure, Rob. That's Dave Lee, architect with TIBCO Professional Services. I'm Rob Meyer. Thanks for listening to TIBCO's Ask the SOA Expert podcast.